everybody. Uh, this is Mandy. I'm Doug. And we're here recording our first episode ever of Legends and Liquor. Emphasis on the and. Because <laughs> we do both here. Like, yeah, equal equal liquor and slash legending going on here. Yeah, it's legendary. Short little intro to our podcast. Yeah, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? What, what are we doing here? We are basically telling stories. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell creepy shit, whether it's true or who's to say. So, I'm talking true crime. I'm talking cryptids. I'm talking ghost stories. I'm talking if it's going to keep you up at night like it has me, I'll probably talk about it. I'm going to be focusing more on myths and fairy tales, so I'll try and bring you a new, interesting, exotic myth slash folklore slash fairy tale story, uh, hopefully every week. It's a myth. It's a myth. Yeah, yeah, you know, just like mything it up. And it's not going to be all freaking Greek mythology, okay? It might be Greek. It might be Greek. We ain't racist. But um, I'm actually probably going to avoid Greek myths for like the first few episodes just because I feel like everybody does Greek mythology. It's the yes. most well-known mythology around here, but I want to like branch out and do something different. I like the Greeks. Different parts of the world. That's fine too. I know, but other people need love too. All right. Anyways. In addition to our storytelling abilities, we invite you to drink along with us. Hence the other half of our name. Drinking! That's well, not actually the half of our name. It's, it's liquor. Yeah. Legends and emphasis on the end. Yep. Liquor. You're learning. Exactly. Um, and by liquor, we mean really any type of alcohol, not just hard liquor. Yeah, it's wine tonight. Yeah, winding it up. Specifically, the Chardonnay, which mm. we got incredibly lucky at the Liquor store by... Mandy, would you like to... Tell them what you're drinking tonight. Okay, so tonight I am drinking um, Her Secret is Patience label True Myth Chardonnay 2016. How topical! Right? I mean, we look, we went, literally went into the, the store tonight and we're like, okay, we need to get something to drink for our podcast. And I was like, I'm feeling the Chardonnay. Go to the Chardonnay aisle and bam! True myth. And I was like, well. That's like the first one you saw, too. It really is. That's I was like, like I the get myth that. of Mandy. Yeah, it, it was meant to be. Yeah. It was. So, and it's pretty good. It's good? Yeah. Would, would you like to elaborate? Like, what notes are you hitting? Well, the label, like... the label at the, it's a Chardonnay, so clearly it's a white. The label at the store described it as um, citrusy. With a mellow flavor, I think that's what they said. Well, here's my question. Creamy notes. Did they lie? No, they didn't. I'd say that's pretty accurate. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty nice, nice wine, um, nice Chardonnay. It does have a little bit more citrus than I normally prefer in my Chardonnays. I usually like mine like ultra super buttery, like if it's named butter. Like the one that we drank last night. Exactly. Then I'm probably gonna like it. Can I get a taste? You can. Here, you know, here. So. Have have a little, have a little some 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 of that. Um, it's actually not as potent as I would have thought. Like it's it's very it's very mellow. Yeah. Like it's not it doesn't have a sharp taste. No, it's laid back. But it's good. Yeah, it's good. 
You know, that this is for like the kind of wine if you don't really know what you're looking for and you want something cold. So um, what are you, what are you drinking this evening? Okay. Also fitting with what I'm speaking about, especially tonight, um, I am drinking 19 Crimes Hard Shard. <laughs> I didn't, I missed the hard shard part. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, and I gotta say, it's definitely got a more bold flavor. Um, it, I personally don't think it's super citrusy. I think it's more on the buttery slash dry side i would say more dry than buttery okay that's the best way i can put it i don't know the wine terms it's very corky it's very grapey does it have a hint of oak to it, it it's got so much oak like oh my god mm. i'm gonna take a sip now yeah take the sip give me your thoughts i like it Ooh, i do like that yeah it has more flavor than mine for sure. And it's definitely more buttery. Like, it's got... Mm-hmm. It's like an aftertaste of butter, though. It's weird, because, like, I didn't get it yeah, when I initially tasted it. Exactly. I would not... My first thought was not buttery. But if you had to pick buttery versus citrus... Oh, yeah. Butter why, away. That doesn't... That's not citrusy at all. It, well, no. No, that's why right. I say it's very dry. I don't know that I'd say it's dry, though, because I don't think it has, like, the sharpness of a dry or it's a wine. It's way but... more sharp than that. Yeah. Than the true one. Yes. That one's incredibly mellow. But I don't think yeah. that just because it's mellow and this one's drier means well, it's in dry. Context. In contrast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. We're we're totally wine experts. Right? Absolutely. I bet, you know, people who actually for real taste wine and know what the fuck they're talking about would listen to us and be like, those assholes have no idea what they're talking no, about. No, no. They're like, they got their shit together. They're just making shit up. No. No. We're not. <laughs> not at all. We're correct. Absolutely correct. Politically... Not at all. We're, Not we're, at all. We're right on it. You want to know what I got for you? Nope. End of podcast. That's sad. I'm just kidding. What do you got? Baba Yaga. Baba Huga? Baba Yaga. Uh, a famous Russian witch. You remember uh, uh, Tim Allen's The Santa Claus? No, I never saw that. Oh, you never saw it? No. Uh, oh, okay, never mind. So there's a whole section where uh, Tim Allen gets caught by the police being santa claus he says who are you he goes chris kringle he goes no who are you it's like the whole thing is like you're a santa impersonator like robin houses and he just goes through like every language imaginable <laughs> saying santa claus that's hilarious but one of them he goes Papa Shisho. <laughs> and i don't know what language that is but that's just it reminded me of baba yaga i mean you gotta see the movie i mean only watch the first one All right. kids out there don't watch number two or three Garbage. I mean, the first one is like okay. Yeah, I I never saw it. It's um, it's not great, but anyway, moving on. So yeah, Baba Yaga is um kind of a famous witch in Russian fairy tales. Um, mm. also kind of found throughout Slavic folklore. Um, there's some uh discussion slash argument over kind of the etymology of the name, so like the origins of where. The name Baba Yaga came from. Mm. Um, most scholars agree that the Baba part is like babushka. Babush. Yeah, basically like Russian for grandmother, so like old lady, Baba. Um, the last part of the name, though, Yaga, like there's a lot of arguments over 
where that fucking comes from. The second part, some people say comes from the Sanskrit word ahi for snake, which I don't know how yaga sounds like ahi at all. Like ahi, ahi. tuna. Nom, nom, nom. Or it. the Serbo-Croatian word yeza, which means horror. Yeah, I got nothing on that one. I mean, yaga sounds more like yeza. Or the modern Czech word yazinka, which means a wicked wood nymph, which I feel like is really specific. Um, not just any old wood nymph, like specifically a wicked wood well, How many nymphs are there? I don't know. Uh, I mean, there are various and sundry types of nymphs. you got your ocean nymphs, your lake nymphs, your, you know. That's an nymphs. episode for another time. That is. You that should is. do like the nymph <laughs> special. I should do a nymph special. OMG, oh, I'm going to make a note of that. Okay, anyways. Um, Write that down. Other people say it comes from the Old Norse word eki, which means pain or worry. Or the Polish word jedza, which means witch, evil woman, or fury. Polish, my favorite language. <laughs> that language is you slap a fucking keyboard and be like, that's what that shit says. I swear. Nope, nope. That's what it says. That, that is some illiterate fuck said some gibberish. They like spell it and they took a keyboard. And just went, woo, woo, No, no. They took the person who was listening and jammed their face into that fucking keyboard and was like, Mah! And it was like, yeah, that, that's how you spell whatever word you're trying to say. Because that's what we're saying now. Zepression. Bob Yaga. Back to Bob Yaga. Bob, Bob, Bob. Um, yeah, so, you know, basically. Like, the stories I'm going to be telling you about Baba Yaga today are from specifically Russian folklore. Um, but there are lots of, like, Baba Yaga-type um, myths floating around the Eastern European countries. Now, are they called Baba Yaga? Because, like, I, I don't know much about the Baba Yaga, but when you said that was your topic, I kind of just, from what I know about Baba Yaga, I only know Russia, you know? Like Babushka, right. like you're saying, like it, it sounds Russian. So what? Like, are there other countries that say Baba Yaga, or is it like? I think some of the other countries say Baba Yaga, but some of them don't. So like, in Polish, um, like the Yaga part is spelled with a J instead of a Y. So Baba Yaga. Yeah, exactly. Do they pronounce um, the J? No. Oh, no, okay. just the spelling. Oh, never mind. And then she's known as Jezi Baba in mm. Czech and Slovak. Right, like and in one. Slovene, the words are reversed. Yaga Baba. I like Jezzy Baba. <laughs> I'm calling her Jezzy Baba. Jezzy Baba. Jezzy Baba. I like that. Listeners, you can't see it, but right now Doug is like shimmying his bare chest. Well, no, like, his like, furry try it. bare chest. Like, try it. Jezzy Baba. Jezzy Baba. <laughs> it, it feels <laughs> good, doesn't it? It does. Does it not? Jizzy. A little bit, yeah. Um, so, anyways, moving on. In a lot of the stories, Baba Yaga is kind of seen as more of like a sinister type character, but going back to my D&D days, I would really describe her alignment as chaotic neutral. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I thought you'd appreciate that. Ah, you thought wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so sometimes she's like fucking people shit up, and other times she's helping them out. Um, I mean, most of the time, even when she's helping people, she's still, like, threatening that she'll eat them if they don't. She's like, I'm going to give you X, Y, and Z impossible task, and if you can't complete it, then I'm going to eat you. But 
you know, in these kinds of stories, normally they have the help of some, like, woodland creature. You know, like, some, some like, like a chipmunk or some shit like that will come and help them, and um, they'll manage to complete the tasks, and then she gives them whatever reward and sends them on her way, their way. So, okay. so yeah, she's kind of a, an interesting character in that she's not always, like, hurting. Sometimes she's helping as well. And she's out for self-gain, not others' harm. Yeah. Basically. I mean, really, she's kind of doing her own thing. Like, she never searches people out. They come to her. Gotcha. Like, she lives in her... Okay, so, kind of, let me segue nicely into the general characteristics of Baba Yaga. Like, yeah, the things that. that are kind of common amongst all of um, her myths. So, what's going on with Jesse Baba? So, my favorite thing is that she lives in a hut on chicken legs. What? Yes. What? Um, she, lives in, she always lives in the forest on a hut in ch- mm. with chicken legs. I have several questions. Yeah, I know, right? In the great, with no doors or windows, and what? Um, oftentimes they say that her house is surrounded by a fence of made of human bones. Okay, okay, okay. Isn't it great? No, 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 it's not. <laughs> so, so the, these chicken legs. Yes. Do they move? Yes. So this is a moving house. Mm-hmm. So it's a mobile home. Basically. Yes. In the ultimate literal, like, meaning of the word. Right, right, mobile right. It, it's mobile. Yes. So, so my first question is, how does she get in and out of the house? Okay, so Baba Yaga flies around. Jesse Baba. Jesse Baba. No, we're calling her Baba Yaga. In this I one. don't like that. So she flies around in a mortar and pestle. So she flies around in, like, the mortar part. Of the mortar and pestle wait, duo. Wait, wait. So we're talking mortar and pestle for you listeners yeah. out there, like like the crushing up of earth. Exactly. How the fuck do you fly in? So this giant mortar and pestle, like she sits in it with her knees she... popping up over the top, and she uses the pestle part <laughs> to like steer it. No, this is like <laughs> yes. she, she's sitting in a fucking bowl, and this is yes. Like, she's like kayaking around. Yes. Oh, exactly, I, and she no. uses like a switch no. or like a broom to sweep away any tracks that she leaves <laughs> behind her. No. <laughs> so instead of like the traditional witch flying around on a broom, she flies around in a fucking mortar and pestle. No. Yes. Okay. It's great. It's great. Fine. Um, Go on. Oh, <laughs> I will. I was not expecting that with <laughs> chicken feet in a mortar and pestle. Yes. Yes. Um, so yeah, wields the pestle, flies around in the mortar. So how she gets into her hut with no doors or windows is she goes through the chimney. Like she flies into it. She's Santa. She's Papa. She's short. (laughs) Basically. Fuck me. Yes. All right. So she like flies into her house. So when people get to the house, they usually have to say like some kind of little saying, um, turn your back to the forest, your front to me. And the house will turn around, and then it'll, like, a door will pop out of it so that whoever, like, the hero or whatever is can go into the hut. hut. Fuck, that's some Blair Witch shit. Yeah, so the house turns around on its chicken legs. Okay, but here's the really cool thing, that as I researched this, and I've been, like, a fan of Baba Yaga for forever, really. Like, my mom used to tell me stories of Baba Yaga. (laughs) Yeah, because your mom was fucking sinister and wanted to keep you up at night. Pretty much. (laughs) Oh, Gail. Um... But anyways, I, I, I love Gail. I know he he does love Gail. Gail I, I mean, I, I mean, I really do. 
She's the best. She really is great. Like, I, I really do love the sinister part about that. Like, that was not a slight against Gail. Love you, <laughs> love you Gail. If she ever actually listens to this podcast, which oh, God help her. she probably won't. But anyways, so the cool thing about this is that the Sami people in, like, Siberia and Poland and whatever, those in countries. Samuel Town? Basically, they actually, so look, I'm going to show you this picture and it's going to blow your fucking mind I'm because scared. it is the house on chicken legs. Look at that. So that that's a fucking house. That's a hut. Actually, this is, is not it? a house. It's like they built these cabins to store. So the Sami people are nomadic people. Well, did they make that? Yes. Like, like they that, built these a, houses. That's a picture. That's a picture of a real house. Fuck. It's okay. not, but let me go back to it. It's not actually a house. It's a storage cabin that they would put like dried goods and stuff in because they were nomads. So they actually raised like reindeer. Right. So they would come back and forth, and to keep animals and stuff out of their storage, they would build these little huts on, okay, what look like chicken legs, but are actually trees. Yeah. So they would cut the trees down, and they but they would leave, like, the bottom part of the trees, like the root system. To look like chicken feet. And it, so they, yeah, to give it stability, oh. and it looks like chicken feet. It's crazy. And the thing is, and a lot of times, Bob Yaga's hut is described as standing on one leg. And a lot of these little huts were actually built on just one post. Like a treehouse. Exactly. So it's just a fucking treehouse. And they have no, and most of them have no doors or windows. They've got like a little, this one does have a door in the front. But a lot of them don't. They just have, like you would put a ladder up and they would have Ah. a trap door on the bottom that you would go into. And then they would put the, like the ladder, just tuck it underneath the cabin. Gotcha. Again, to like keep out animals and, and whatnot. So I saw that and I was like, holy shit, that's Baba Yaga's hut. Anyways, I now, thought that was crazy. We'll, we'll, we'll post this picture on our like Instagram, Facebook, our, whatever. Our Google Plus account. On our on our page. Our, our MySpace. Exactly. Our LinkedIn. We have an actual webpage. And we will post it on that. We, we, we'll, we'll get others. Yes. Um, but anyways, so... Wait, wait, so my question is, yeah. um, so like, for the, the Jesse Baba, yeah. so I'm not saying... You're, you're not saying Baba Yaga. Nope, I like Jesse Baba. So the traditional Jesse Baba hut, would that be one chicken leg, two chicken leg, three chicken legs, I mean, they would normally say two, but a lot of times like, they like, would just describe the hut as standing on one leg, so, like on one of its legs. But like, normally is it one or two? I don't know. Because when you say chicken legs, I'm just like, okay, this is a house. Like, think of a house. And it's like, chicken bottom. Like, I'm I'm saying ass and all. Uh, no, like, no, 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 no. Like, just like, the legs. But is, it, but is it two or one? I don't know. I or think four. It's, I think it's normally two, sometimes one. I'm picturing two. So, listeners, I'm picturing two just like you probably are. Because if you hear chicken, you don't think of, like, four chicken legs. No, you don't normally think of four Unless you're thinking legs. of a KFC platter. <laughs> but a bumper. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that that's kind of my, like, fun, real fact about Baba Yaga. That's a cool fucking picture. You need to look that up now. Yeah, absolutely. Like, really. So, um, but we'll, we'll totally post that picture online. Um, another thing is, like, ancient northern Russians and Finlandians um, used to have these little... Okay, so, like, lots of times Baba Yaga is described as being just like this really enormous figure and taking up the entirety of her house like if she stretches out like she'll touch both ends of her cabin your mama's um, so fat 
she's yeah, around pretty much exactly. The house. Except she's never being she's never called fat. She's normally called like bony, and generally she's, described as pretty hideous looking. She's big bone. But she's got an like an extra ravenous appetite. Like she's constantly hungry, trying to eat people, basically. Gotcha. Um, but so these like ancient um, northern Russians used to make these little, basically shrines to like their uh, forest gods and goddesses, and they were like these little huts built on tree stumps, and they would put like these the little stone ones. statues in the hut, and so because the hut was like built around the little stone statue, and I mean this is like smaller than a person. Right, kind of like really small, like little shrine that they would build on tree stumps. Um, the little statue of the Yaga, which is what they called them, would take up the entire little hut that they built around it. Gotcha. Right, so some people theorize that that's kind of where that aspect of Baba Yaga came from. But anyways. Okay. I thought that was cool as well. So, like one of the first clear references to Baba Yaga occurs in 1755. In um, Mikhail Lomonosov's... <laughs> Ooh, try that again. Lomonosov's <laughs> Russian grammar. Mm. Right. So vodka, vodka, vodka. Well, I need some vodka. Um, so Sorry. she's mentioned twice among other figures, largely from Slavic tradition. And once is in a list of Slavic gods and beings who are put like in this list next to their presumed equivalent in Roman mythology. So, for example, like the Slavic god Perun was listed next to Jupiter, Perun being like the Slavic god of lightning, Jupiter slash Zeus, as people are more probably familiar with, oh. being the Roman slash Greek god of lightning, thunder, blah, sky god. Um, mm-hmm. However, Baba Yaga is like in the list, but she's not listed with any equivalent, kind of showing that she's unique to that region okay right um doop, doop, doop. let's see i've gone through all my notes on this page oh no right oh and well one... stay tuned folks for <laughs> and the next episode. one thing to note like the yagas and like the little shrines that the um that these northern slavic people they would like leave them presents and stuff asking them for fortune and favors so that could also kind of tie back into how she's known to be like a mischief maker, but also helpful. Okay. Right. And, um, let's see. <sighs> it's been such a long time since I've looked at these notes. Unprofessional. I know. I'm Good awful. God. I am Googly just moogly. fucking terrible person. Right. Just garbage. I'm going to call the Jesse Baba. No! Not the Baba Yaga. I don't know if that's how that works. Anything but that. Do you say her name five times fast? No, that's not how that works. Anyways. Seashells, seashells, Baba seashells. So Baba Yaga turns up several times in lots of stories, um, Russian folktales and whatnot. And probably the most famous one that she turns up in is Baba Yaga and Vasilisa the Fair. So that's the story that I'm going to be. Baba Ganoush and Vaseline the Fairy. <laughs> you got it. Boom. Boom. All right. So let me just tell you the story of Baba Yaga and Vasilisa the Fair. Mm. Okay. And I'm just going to paraphrase the hell out of this. Um, Great. Yeah. 
So basically, a long, 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 long time ago. How long is it? Very long time ago. Oh, okay. All the longs. Like five longs? Mm, ten longs. Damn. Yeah, a long time ago. There was a merchant and his wife, and they had one baby, and her name was... Bobby. No. (laughs) You had, like, two guesses, and you got it wrong. (laughs) Vaseline. Vasilisa, yes. That is a damn stupid name. It's a Russian name. Is it a common Russian name? I have no idea. I'm not Russian. You're not? I'm not. Oh. Anyways. Um, so Vasilisa is their daughter, and so one day the mom is dying. Is it the Baba Yaga? I don't know what from. They don't say. She's just dying. All of a sudden it's like mom's dying. And so she calls Vasilisa to her and basically is like, Here my daughter, I have this doll for you. What? Yeah, so she gives Vasilisa a little doll and she tells her she's dying. And she's like, take this doll as my blessing. Wait, wait, is it a Russian nesting doll? They don't say, but I don't think it is. I I think it's just like a cloth doll. No, it's a cloth Russian nesting doll. Whatever. Either way, it's it's a little doll, like big enough for her to just like carry on her doll. Okay. Right. So she says. Russian girl doll. Picture an American girl doll, but she's Russian. American girl dolls are actually really big. They really are. I'm going to go with probably a little bit smaller than that. Well, Russia is poor, so it's a Russian girl doll. I want to say that's racist, but that doesn't even make any sense, so I'm just going to keep going. Um, (laughs) So she says, you know, keep this doll with you always. Never show it to anybody. And if anything bad happens to you, just give the doll some food and ask it for advice. What? Yes. (laughs) All right. And and she's like, and she'll help you. And shortly after she gave her the doll, Vasilisa's mother died. What? Yeah, she died. That bitch died. So, her mom was the Baba Yaga, is what, that's, that's my consensus. So what happens next is, you know, the merchant father, he becomes all sad and lonely, because his wife died, so he wants a new wife. Gets a hooker. No. Oh. So, he marries a widow. Aha! And he marries this widow because, I don't know, whatever, I guess he loves her, and he thinks that she would be a good mom for Vasilisa because she already has two daughters. Well, that's not a good criteria. I know. So, you know, it turns out that both the mom and the daughters are incredibly jealous of Vasilisa because she is known as Vasilisa the Fair. She's incredibly beautiful. Oh, did you say that before? Vasilisa the Fair? Yeah. Oh, okay. So Vasilisa is, you know, like the town beauty or whatever, and she's really pretty. And so basically it's like the wicked stepmother and her daughters were super jealous and super mean to Vasilisa. So, Russia just ripped off Disney. Pretty much. Okay. It, it is incredibly like Cinderella. Okay. Um, but instead of, like, your fairy godmother, she gets fucking Baba Yaga. <laughs> so... Well, well, does it, like, the real Cinderella, like, get her heels chopped off and some shit like that? No. The real Cinderella doesn't have, like, that horrible... Like, the... the that the stepdaughter or like the sisters, right, right, right they get the, right. they chop their own heels off to shove them in the glass oh, slipper. Oh fuck yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, and the prince is like, "Why is this shoe all bloody and shit?" And he's so, like, "Because it fits." You're not my son. Exactly. I got gotcha, um, you. I got gotcha. you. Right. So no, no, in no way, in shape or form. Yeah, like there are no pumpkins. She just gets fucking Bobby Yaga. Hooray. Um. Bobby. Yeah. 
So, so they, you know, they put her to work outdoors. They give her basically all of, like, the crappiest jobs to do, hoping that it will turn her ugly and, um, you know, like, wrinkly and whatnot from working out in the sun and blah, 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 blah. Probably just get a nice tan. It doesn't work, right? She becomes more beautiful every day. Right. Because every day she gives her doll food and asks her doll for advice. Oh, fun. That's weird. And so... After the doll eats, the doll helps her with the chores that she's given and, like, even, like, brings her things to help prevent her from, I guess, becoming ugly. Like, like, like sunscreen? Some notes say here, even, she even brings her herbs to prevent sunburn from having so, to work outside. Fucking sunscreen! Right. So, <laughs> exactly. So, um, she becomes more beautiful and her stepmother and her stepsisters become even more hateful towards her. Right. So... On one trip that Vasilisa's father takes because he's a merchant. So he's away on business and um, the stepmother moves the family to the edge of this really dense forest. And it happens to be the forest right next to Baba Yaga. Spoilers. Yeah. So basically, one night, um, the stepmother... Basically puts out all of the fires and candles in the house. And then as the last candle is being put out, she says, you know, it's impossible for us to finish our work in the dark. Somebody has to go to Babiaga for light. Wait, 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 wait. So they had candles burning. Yes. And they blew them out. Yes. And then they said, let's go to the scary witch chicken lady house. Yes. I'm not saying yeah, it makes a ton of sense. No. Why Why did you blow up the fire? Most of these stories don't. But, she, like, she's, she's obviously trying to set Vasilisa up. Well, no, no, no. That, that's devil's advocate there. Yeah. But, like, th- there was definitely a setup for, like, go to the chicken lady's house. Yes. Go to Jesse Baba. Go to Baba Yaga. Jesse Baba. Yeah. So, she says, somebody has to go to Baba Yaga for light. And the first stepdaughter says, well, I'm not fucking going. I uh, don't <laughs> fucking blame her. Because she's stitching lace, and she says, I can see my needle. What? So she doesn't have to go for light because she can still keep doing her chores. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so then the second stepdaughter, who is knitting stockings, is like, well, I can see my knitting needles, too. So I'm not fucking going Well, then there. why did not a uh, fucking Vaseline bitch be like, well, I can see what my hands are doing, and they're doing just fucking fine, so... I don't... Stepmom, no. you go to crazy chicken lady's Step house. Stepmom's telling her she has to go, and so she's like, well, I better go because she's a good obedient girl. I don't really know. She's a bitch. So anyways, she's like, oh, I've got to go. So she goes. <clears throat> but before she goes, obviously, she feeds her magic doll, and she tells her what the deal is and asks her for advice. I don't like this doll. So the doll's like, don't be afraid. She's like, just go to Bob Yaga and ask her for some freaking light. So, I hope that's all that happens. That's that's totally all that happens. Anyways. Is it? No, that's not all that happens. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's not all that happens. Come on, Vaseline! Yeah, not at all. Um, so, basically, I mean, there are like a few different tellings of this story, and I did not take the best of notes, um, clearly. But anyways, so Vasilisa is like going through the woods and finds um Baba Yaga's hut on the chicken legs and Yay! and 
you know, with the fence around it made of human bones. Mm. Yeah, crowned with human skulls. Mm. And she's super scared. And actually, as she's, like, going, she winds up passing um, several horsemen. So, like, at mm. least three horsemen. So the first one Not she four? sees. No, just three. Oh. So the first one is wearing all white. And he's riding a white horse. And he passed her at the first light of dawn. And then she sees another horseman, all dressed in red, riding a red horse. And he passed as the sun began to rise. And then as she came to Bobby Yaga's hut, she saw the last horseman, who was dressed all in black and was riding a black horse. And as he passed, night descended. That's just kind of a side note. The horsemen oh. are, like, in many of Baba Yaga's stories. Um, it just seems like they're representing time passing. Anyways. Am I wrong? The, yeah, no, they're, you're not. Like, they okay. they represent, like, day and, like, dawn and night. And... Okay, I, I, honestly, I was just waiting for more significance. And then you just said, like, colors and times of day, and then you moved on. There so, isn't like, a ton like, more significance that, that. Yeah, that's pretty much okay. it. Okay. At least as far as the story goes. Um, Which makes sense to me. I mean, I'm just... Right. So she gets there, and, you know, she's, like, all scared and whatnot. And so the earth shakes, and Baba Yaga comes out riding her mortar. And she says, I smell a human. Keeping in mind some things that I forgot to tell you. Baba Yaga is known for saying, like, I smell a Russian. Like, she's got this incredibly good sense of smell. I know, right? Uh, I smell a Russian. I smell Mark. I smell, I smell that Canada. (laughs) <laughs> I smell that. They name. also say that her nose is incredibly long and would often like touch the ceiling while she was sleeping. Okay, so that's like the stereotype of like the long pointy nose witch. Exactly. Wait, does she have warts? Oh, I mean, they just say that she's like hideous looking. So, and sometimes she's described as having iron teeth. Anyway. I'm pretty sure I'm remembering that. And I'm anyways, coming back to the story, so she shows up and she's like, "Oh, who's there?" And Vasilisa steps forward and she says, I'm Vasilisa and my stepmother sent me to ask you for some light. And Baba Yaga says, I know that bitch. <laughs> you got a light. <laughs> Basically. She says, stay with me for a while and if you work well, I'll give you a light. If you don't, I'll cook you and eat you. Jesus Christ. Yeah, pretty much. Wait, so like how long was her stepmom, like did she think her stepmom was waiting for this fucking light? This is like work for me for twelve years. No, no, I think she's only there for like a few days. Still, it sounds like like the. I mean, it's at least been one day, according to the horseman. Like she walked all through the night in a day, and well, no, I mean like now another night with the the time constraints of the story. In my mind, at least, it's like oh, we want to work through the night, and I blew out all my candles. So like, I didn't say it made sense. Let me circle back around to that, like, it doesn't necessarily make sense. But you get my confusion. Yeah, I do, I do. Yeah, so so presumably they're just, like, waiting in the dark. So work for me 12 years a slave. Nope, not that long. It's, like, a few days. Like, a day or so. So anyways. Two days a slave. So anyways. That's a bad movie. So Vasilisa goes in the hut. She follows Baba Yaga into the hut. And Baba Yaga tells her to bring her what's on the stove. And so apparently there was enough food to feed, like, ten men. Baba Yaga just... Eats it all. I bet it's people. Um, it's people. And she left nothing for Vasilisa but a crust of bread. And she was like, I'm tired. Tomorrow you must clean the yard, sweep the hut, cook supper, and 
wash the linens. Like, fuck. And then, the- yeah, there's more. And then you must go to the corn bin and separate seed by seed the mildewed corn from the good corn and mind that you remove all the black bits. I've heard this part. Okay. And she says, if you don't complete that task, I'll eat you. Ooh. Right. So about Bobby out this morning, like her nose rattling against the roof of the hut, um, Vasilisa takes the little bread, crust of bread that she had, and gives it to her dolly and asks her, you know, like tells her what's, what's up. And Doll's like, I got this. <laughs> Basically. She's like, Bruh. Yeah, she's like, eat your dinner and go to bed. Mornings are wiser than evenings. Whatever the hell that means. What? I don't know. I guess it's like, sleep on it and you'll feel better in the morning. That's wrong. I feel way better <laughs> at night than in the morning. I agree. Um, but I also have arthritis, so, you know, mornings just aren't good times. <laughs> Period. I, I just don't like. That morning stiffness, yo. Anywho. Yo. Yo. So, anyways, Vasilisa wakes up the next morning, Bobby Yaga's, like, gone, and, you know, the day goes on, the doll does pretty much all the work, and it's just like, okay, now all you have to do is, like, cook dinner, and then you can rest. <laughs> so, Vasilisa does that, she cooks the food, lays the table, um, and waits for Bobby Yaga to come home. So, it says that the skulls on the fences' eyes began to shine. Right. In the trees groaned, the earth trembled, and there was Baba Yaga. Mm-mm. Asking, have you done what I told you? Fuck no. And the girl's like, see for yourself. I mean, pretty sassy response, honestly. Well, for... She's probably like, I'll fucking know my doll said she did it. <laughs> exactly. It's like, you didn't even do it. Your doll did it for you, whatever. So Baba Yaga's kind of pissed off because she wanted to eat her. But all of the tasks were done, so she couldn't. And he's like, fine. <laughs> and says, my faithful servants grind the wheat. And from nowhere, three pairs of hands appear. Mm. And they take the wheat that Vasilisa slash her doll had like sorted and vanish. So Baba Yaga eats her supper and says, um, tomorrow you have to do the same tasks. And then you must go to the storeroom and sort out the dirt from the poppy seeds. So, and if you've ever seen poppy seeds, they basically look like dirt. Oh. And are incredibly small. So get the dirt from the different dirt. Exactly. Okay. Like one of those impossible tasks. Yeah. So the next morning, Babiaga rides off in her mortar. I hate that. <laughs> I, I hate it, it. So much. I hate it. And no. You know, Bossy Lisa, she does the same thing. Like she tells her doll, gets her to help her. Her doll does all the work for her. What'd she feed her this time? I don't know. Some scrap from dinner the night before. Probably the fucking seeds that she sorted from the beginning. Yeah. And so she does that. Bobby Alga comes back and is again angry because she did all of her tasks. Says the same thing. The three hands appear. They take Mm -hmm. the poppy seeds and vanish. So Bobby Alga sits down to eat and she's like, why are you sitting there so quiet? So Vasilisa. Give me my fucking lighter. Jesus. My stepmom wants it. Well, Vasilisa is like, I'm afraid to speak. Did she say that? Yeah, she said that. Oh, fuck. So Yeah, pre- like, pretty honest, actually. I'm afraid to do what I'm doing right now. Right, she's like, I don't know why you would expect me to talk to you. Like, you've been threatening to eat me the entire time I've been here. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, would you mind if I asked you some questions? She's like, yes, very much. And then that was the end of the story. Well, so Bobby Yaga says, ask if you want, but remember that not every question has a good answer. That's true. That is true. 
So Vasilisa hesitates, but then she goes ahead and asks, and she says, um, on my way here, I saw a white horseman. Who was he? And Bobby Yaga says, that was my bright day. So Vasilisa continues and says, then I saw a red horseman. Who was he? And Bobby Yaga says, that was my red son. And she says, then I saw a black horseman who overtook me. Who was he? Ooh. Bobby Yaga says, that was my black midnight. These horsemen are my faithful servants. Have you any other questions? Vasilisa remembered the three pairs of hands, but said nothing else. Then she says, now I have a question. So um, Bobby Yaga says, now I have a question for you. How have you managed to carry out all the work so quickly? And Vasilisa tells her, well, my mother's blessing helped me. Because the doll was her mother's blessing. Bobby Yaga says, I knew it. You'd better be gone. I will not have people with blessings in my home. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. I guess, like, she's not going to eat a bitch who was blessed by her mother. It's kind of what but she's saying. But it's just the doll. Like, put the doll in the trash can. Eat the bitch. I know, but, like, is it really the doll? I mean, she had her mother's blessing. But is like, it? she's a good girl. Oh, okay. You know. Anyways, that's what Bobby Aga says. So, with that, she, like, shoves Vasilisa out of the hut through the gate. She takes one of the skulls on the fence, sticks it on a stick, and gives it to the girl and says, mm. here's a light for your stepmother and her daughters. That's what you came for, isn't it? Yeah. Because, like, like, the skull has, like, a fire in its eyes. Here's a corpse. Bam. That's on fire. It, Pretty much. It was flaming. Yeah. So, Vasilisa walks all day and night and reaches her house. Um, she gets to her house and is almost going to throw the skull away. But then she hears a muffled voice say, you must keep me. Your stepmother and her daughters have need of me. I know, creepy, right? So the girl carries the skull into the house. As she enters, the skull fixes its eye on the stepmother and her two daughters. Its eyes burn like fire. Fire. Right. And in one story, like, not the one that I'm necessarily reading now, but in one story, like, the mother says, the stepmother is like, oh, great, I'm so glad you're back because none of the fires that we tried to light in the house would catch. And every fire that we burned... Like, that we borrowed from a neighbor burnt out as soon as we brought it into the home. So she sent her on this, like, errand, hoping she would ki- be killed. But then she could not light a single fire in the house. So she was, like, happy that she came home with this oh, fire. Interesting. But then, like, the skull is just like, rah! And basically, it sets the stepmother and her daughters on fire <gasps> with its eyes. Oh? Yeah. And everywhere they try to hide, like, it follows them. And never leaves it out of their sight. Never leaves them out of its sight. And um, by the morning, nothing was left of the three women except ashes on the floor. Oh, my. Yeah. But Vasilis is totally fine. Well, that's good. Right. So, basically, that skull is like, oh, yeah, no, like your stepmother and her daughters need me. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Need me to fucking kill them. Pretty much. I like it. Yeah. So, I like it. <laughs> So, um, but Vasilis is totally fine, and now she's, you know, she's been ridded of her evil stepmother and stepsisters. So she buries the skull in the garden and goes to find shelter with an old woman in a nearby village. Oh, shit, is it Baba Yaga? No, it's not Baba Yaga. It's, like, miscellaneous old woman number two in Russian village. Babushka. Yeah, just normal Babushka. Normal Babushka. Exactly. Not evil Babushka. So the old woman's like, here's some flax, Vasilisa. And Vasilisa spins this incredibly beautiful thread and um, makes this, like, incredibly brilliant, beautiful cloth. 
And she gives it to the old woman and she's like, you've been so kind to me, please go and sell this cloth and keep the money. And the old woman takes it and is like, ah, oh, this is too nice, like I have to take it to the czar. Like it's too nice for anybody else. Right. So the old woman goes in front of the castle and is like pacing around and is like, I have to bring this cloth to the czar. And eventually like the czar comes out and sees her and is like, ooh, that is really nice. Like, where'd you get this? And she's like, this girl at my house. <laughs> and the czar's like, well, I need somebody to sew this for me. And, like, shows it to all the seamstresses and whatnot. None of them would sew it because they were like, oh, no, it's too nice. And so he's like, who will sew this for me? And then goes back to the old woman and she's like, well, the girl who spun it, she could probably sew it. So he goes to Vasilisa to make him some clothes. And um, Vasilisa does it and she makes him some wonderful clothes. And after the Tsar meets Vasilisa, like, he becomes, you know, in love with her, right? And is like, I want to marry you. And Vasilisa is like, yay, you're the Tsar. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to marry you too. Because who doesn't want to marry the Tsar? I don't. I mean, I don't really either, but, you know, I'm also not a Russian peasant. So. Babush. Yeah. And then Vasilisa's dad comes home and I was like, oh, well, I guess my wife and stepdaughters are dead, but my daughter is the new Tsaras, Tsarista. Tsar. <laughs> it sounds like somebody at Starbucks. I know. Like, at Tsarbucks? I think it's a Tsaras. Tsarbucks. Tsaras? No, at Tsarbucks. It's a Tsarista. Tsarbucks. Tsarista. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever a female, whatever the czar's wife is called, that is what she is. The first lady. Right. And, and side note, Vasilisa keeps a little doll on her for the rest of her life. Uh, well, I don't fucking blame her. Right? Like, that doll is like, shit. Shit. I want one. Right. Um, but side note, I think I have like a couple other cool little side notes about um, Baba Yaga. I mean, she's in a lot of other Russian stories. Little tidbits. Not just that one. Um, but that one's probably the best known one. Oh, um, sometimes Baba Yaga is known not just as, like, one witch, but three witches. So, like, three sisters. Um, and a lot of what I saw was, like, really, really ancient depictions of Baba Yaga, you know, and especially, like, her being represented as three women instead of one, like, she could be seen as kind of, like, the feminine divine, right? So... Like the chicks in Hercules who shared the eye. The three fates. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of, though? Kind but, of. I mean, like, not 100%. But the feminine is... The feminine divine is often depicted in triplicate as the mother, maiden, and crone. So, you know there being three of them and her being both a benefactor and a villain kind of like a nature goddess type like she can like mother nature like she can fuck you up or she can help you out and you never really know what you're gonna get kind of depends on how you do by her right <clears throat> so um there are a lot of like scholars who kind of consider Baba Yaga to be um like a manifestation of the feminine divine in in that kind of ancient culture. All right then. Yup. Um. Let's see. I did have some references to pop culture listed. Like you said, she was mentioned in uh, John Wick. As, as they the... they called him the Baba Yaga. 
Like, the boogeyman, I think is what they said. But, yeah, they called him the boogeyman. And right. then they said Baba Yaga, and I was like, what the fuck is that? Right. And then Mandy over here is like, I know what that is, because my mom told me about her, and she's Baba Yaga. And I was like, well, John Wick is a dude. And how's on chicken legs? He did not have a house on chicken legs. House on chicken legs? So that, that's false advertising. That's my favorite. Well, I mean, maybe John Wick had like my some some KFC under his house. Favorite is favorite is part. Okay. Um. Yeah, that that's about all I got for you though about Baba Yaga. But that's yeah. all pop culture is John Wick. No, there's more. Wait, but what, I don't what else is there? I don't remember the rest. Oh. Um, it does not seem like I wrote it down well. Oh. I think they made one reference to um an Ant Man and Wasp. I think they called somebody like a Baba Yaga. Oh, we didn't see that. Oh, well, we haven't seen so it. Yeah, that's so not I don't authentic. Know. Sure, it's not. Well, it's not. We didn't see it. But yeah, that's. Well, at least you didn't see it. That's not. So, what do you think about Baba Yaga? She alright. She alright. She's pretty chill. Chill, cool. I like Jesse Baba. Jesse Baba. I do like that name, Jesse Baba, as we shimmy our shoulders. It's so much better than Baba Yaga. Like, why are you saying Baba Yaga when you could be saying Jesse Baba? Jesse Baba. I like it. Yeah, you're right. I'm always right. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. Anyways, um, so that's the end of my story. That's the end of our story. We're breaking up now. No. I don't even know that we told our viewers that we're together. Spoilers. That's next episode. Next episode. We're together. Well, well I thing. mean, we're, we're not now. Next <laughs> episode we are. Damn it. Yeah. You gotta wait. I'm sorry. What did I do? So many things. I know. It's not even right. It's not. Anyways, listeners, we really appreciate you for putting up with us and listening to our stupid stories. Fuck. And our like, stupid babblings. Are you still listening right now? I know. Shit. Like, I, I'd be surprised if you are. But if you are, please tune in again next week. We'll do the same shit, but better, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, th- just keep in mind, this is our first podcast. Like, no, we've ever. been doing this for like 85 years. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been doing podcasts for like 85 years now. I'm an expert at podcasting. Put it right there. <laughs> that is not the case. This is our absolute first podcast. We're really going to do better next time, we promise. Um, and thank you for listening and supporting us. We really appreciate it. And, Yo. um, you know, if you like us, give us a good rating. Right? Please, like only five stars. If you're going to give us four, like don't bother. Like just, yeah. just stop. Especially if it's a three or less, like maybe just like put that negative energy somewhere else. No, like, like, give us five stars and be like, don't fucking listen to this show. They fucking suck. If you really feel that way. But just give us five stars. Because, like, people don't read comments. They look at stars. No, people don't read comments. Anyways. Um, but thank you. And this is the end of our first episode of Legends and Liquor. Yep. And we're signing off. Bye, guys. What next? Well, Doug, do you want to tell your your spooky story? Spooky what kind of story, story do you have for us tonight? Well, as as uh, my wine has kind of you know told for me, it's a true crime. Ooh. Not a true myth, but a true crime. 
Um, I see what you did there. I did. Because my wine's true myth. And honestly, up until recording the podcast, I thought mine was called true crime. And then I read the label again, and it's 19 crimes. (laughs) Which, unfortunately, the person who I am about to speak about did not do 19 crimes. It was actually around 16. Yeah, that would have been perfect if it were actually committed 19 crimes. Maybe we can find some extra crimes in there. Well, like three, like, three extra crimes that you like, can God in. damn it, you are already a serial killer. Why did you not fucking do three more crimes? Right, like break so. into a house. Maybe there's some B&E that got left out. So, okay, so. Or something. We can probably find it. Uh, it's probably in there. All right. But it's probably more than 19. Yeah, okay. So would you like to take a crack at what I got? No idea. Is okay. it a murder? It's, uh, it's a murder. Murder, murder, murder. Okay. Is it a serial killer? It's a serial killer. Mm. Is it any of the ones that we've been watching movies about recently? A hundred percent. Oh, no. Is it John Wayne Gacy? I'm going to go ahead and cut you off there, because if you had two more guesses, you'd get it! <laughs> ah, so I am going to be doing Jeffrey Dahmer. Ah! Which may seem lame since me and Mandy did watch two movies about this motherfucker last night? Yeah, last night and the night before last. Okay, It was yeah. spread out a little. It was spread out a little bit, but... And this is, like, fast on the heels of the Ted Bundy. Yes. So, um, not doing Ted Bundy. That show. may be a letter of later episode. He's a good one. He is a good one. Yeah, yeah. I thought about it. But this one, the two movies that we watched really scratched the surface. Those movies being Dahmer, which I don't think e. many people saw. Yeah. Um, that had Hawkeye in it. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Um, I think he did a pretty good job. He did okay. Like, there were parts of the movie where I was like, you're really creepy, and you're really creeping me out. And he had, like, the I'm gonna kill you stare. Yeah, yeah, Pretty yeah. solidly down. He had that pretty good. Yeah. But I would say, um, the other movie being uh, My Friend Dahmer, coming out in 2017. Um, I was not a fan. And I will say, I think Ross Lynch, um, a.k.a. Jeffrey Dahmer, Jeff Dahmer, I just... Yeah. Beat it. He went by Jeff in the movie. Um, I think he did a bang-up job. Um, I think that was more... Not even the writing's fault. I think it was the length of the movie. I think it was just the plot. I feel no, like well, they spent way too much time just all on that beginning stuff. And that's the point. Because yeah. that's all they wanted to do for the movie, and I didn't like that. Yeah. Uh, it was, it yeah. was the premise. That, 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 was, that was it. I wasn't a fan of that. But... Um, as you're going to understand, and if, uh, you guys at home are listening and have seen this movie, you'll understand how to appreciate that movie by... Don't expect full... any murder in it. Well, no, getting the full scope and what the... I'll, I'll, I'll tell you where the movie ends, basically. Yeah. Spoilers! So, there's no murder in it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's no murder in it. But there's like... there's a hint of this first murder. Yes. Hint. It's like, oh shit, he's about to kill somebody. And then it cuts to screen with text. And then Jeffrey Dahmer committed his first murder. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that is so lame. It, it, it could have been better. It, it, was, it was good, not great. It was alright. It, it was alright. Anyway. I, I was mad with my expectations. But that's fine. And Hesh, though. That was crazy. She was good. It took me forever. I really only recognized her by her voice. Okay. So, Jeffrey Lionel Dahmer. Middle name was, uh... His middle name's Lionel. Yeah, his dad's name. 
Like Lionel Richie. No, so he's he's from Milwaukee. Um, And if you saw any bit of my friend Dahmer, yeah, the mom's fucked up. Basically, it is about a 50-50 split from what I've seen on my own research of this, of whether the very early bits of Dahmer's childhood were, like, super coddled or 100% neglect. Gotcha. Like, there's no in-between. Okay. I mean, those are, so, I mean, they're opposite ends of the spectrum, so. Yeah, no, I mean, there there is no in-between of, like, oh, well, like, he was, the dad was okay Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> and then he was abused. Yeah, no. It, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Pretty much. It's straight across the board. Now, I would go towards... Definitely at least the mom was very neglectful. She neglected him. Right. But she did attempt suicide of an overdose of Equinol, which was the pill. What the fuck is Equinol? It is a tranquilizer. Whoa. Which was the pill in My Friend Dahmer that Jeff Dahmer catches his mom doing again after he says, you need to go back to the doctor. I thought you kicked this addiction. Right, gotcha. Basically, yeah. So So was she addicted to it and like accidentally overdosed, or did she just take a whole bunch of No, this was and... this was an attempted suicide. Oh, okay. And then consequently, neither parent devoted much time to their son. Because they were always fighting? That's how the movie portrayed it. They were always fighting and the mom on a ton of drugs. Like it was not just Equinol, but that was like the first one, like, boom, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. For whatever reason. Now, um, it is uh, notable, because I had known this about Jeffrey Dahmer before watching any of the movies. Um, he was like 100% normal. Up until age 4. Okay. So he was a very happy-go-lucky, energetic kid, as you are at that age. Until he became notably subdued after undergoing a double hernia surgery. Whoa! Shortly after his 4th birthday. How does a 4-year-old get a double hernia like did he have a herniated disc it's not clear but yeah so it was definitely a hernia surgery i mean at age four and they didn't say what happened to him like it's not clear correct me if i'm wrong the hernia hernia being like like your discs in your back i would assume okay because i know you can get them in your testicles but not at four yeah because i know somebody who got a hernia in his testicle I mean, my dad had a herniated disc. It's like the, yeah, there's like a pinched nerve and your discs like go places where they should not go. Well, anyway, so from an early age, there was a shift in his personality and his teachers as of an adolescent age noticed sort of a pattern of young Dahmer's behavior and his mother's illness slash neglect. So very much, he was off from a very young age. Gotcha. Because you're not in school at age four, really. No. I mean, maybe pre-K. Like, yeah, daycare. Yeah, but you're not in, like, school, school, and, like, it was shortly after age four. He he started acting weird. He was a little off. Did they say how? Like, how was he off? Um, like, staring at dead animals or poking kids or... I don't know. I mean, just I'm, honestly, frankly, small children to me are just weird and Well, general, it's, it's so. noticeably <laughs> subdued. Because they said before he was energetic and happy. Oh. So it's like right after the surgery, he so was kind of like, like zombified kid. And like 100% from my research, um, yeah, that's kind of how he stayed. Gotcha. Like low affectation. Yes, just very much. Womp womp. Apathy. Gotcha. 100% apathy. I getcha. 
All right, so we're going to fast forward a little bit because a lot of this is basically uh, they move from town to town. They're in Ohio now. We're going to move on to high school, which was the vast majority of my friend Dahmer. Yeah. Which I'm not going to dwell on 100%, but I'm kind of going to give you uh, comparisons to reality versus the movie. Okay. Because um, I feel like you could just watch the movie. Yeah. Really. Um, so they made a few hints of... Um, Jeffrey Dahmer drinking. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, but this was like a noticeable thing that he was outcasted for. Man, that's just to me is weird. It's, like it's being very crazy. so much drinking so much alcohol in high school. I know, I was the lame one for not drinking in high school. Right. Um, and see I became cooler to my friends. Drinking. Yeah, when I started drinking, they were like, Oh, she drinks. Yeah. And I was like, duh, because I'm cool. Not that drinking makes you cool. Or anything. Of course, here we are drinking. Well, it makes us cool. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, it... Uh, legends it, and liquor. Emphasis on the end. <coughs> oh, that went down wrong. See, and that's what, we, that's what you get. That was, like, the beings at play smiting you for, for us, like, trying to talk up drinking too much. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, it, the... Classmates of Dahmer, uh, after the fact, had said that they uh, remembered him, like they were disturbed by it for drinking beer and hard liquor before, during, and after school. Damn! Yeah, so in the movie, it was very much like towards the end of his high school career. Like he he like was just had a... a bottle of gin and took a few swigs. Like, no, this no, was... No, he was like day he drinking. packing in this shit. Like, night and day, Christ. all throughout the day. Yeah, no, so, um... Like, I'll have yeah, and, uh, a Bloody Mary in the morning and move on from there. Not even. Wow. Uh, in one instance, a classmate calls him out as he drinks a literal cup of gin. Oh, like, just straight just gin? Just straight gin. I mean, first of all, can we just point out how utterly disgusting that is? It tastes like Windex. Yeah. It's disgusting. Right, because it's made from... Pop quiz, you remember what gin is made from? Juniper berries! So, like, basically a fucking tree. Like, it tastes like Pine Sol, because it basically is Pine Sol. Bathroom cleaner. Exactly. There we go. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he... The classmate catches him drinking a cup of gin and says, why? Basically, just, just, just why, though? I.e., in today's lingo, what the fuck is wrong with you? Maybe their lingo, too. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't but know. But his... Response was, and I quote, it's my medicine. Sure. I am sure that that is the response he got. Like, raised eyebrows mm -hmm. across the board. No, dude. There's something wrong with you. So now his high school career, he was... Where was he getting all this alcohol? Right? Like, I am I mean, it was still, you still had to be at least, what, 18 to buy? 18 at the time he was 14 when he started hard drinking. But, I mean, this is the 60s and 70s. I mean, right. there, there were no rules. Probably not that hard to get it. No, I mean, like, you could go into a store at five like... years old and be like, I'm 45. <laughs> They'd be like, I got you, man. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, 100%. Whatever. Gotta miss those days. Keep going. Anyway, um, so Dahmer was revered as highly intelligent but made subpar grades. And, uh... See, how does that work out? Well, it was, it was like, the, the teachers would notice his behavior and realize, 
Because you can look at someone and be like, you're smart, but you're fucking stupid. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so when he reached puberty, uh, he discovered he was a homosexual. Whoa. No, I'm just kidding. I was about to say, like, you saw the movie. Yeah. Very much, if you haven't seen the movie. Do you think he really, like, understood that he liked guys, or it was just... We're gonna move into that, because yes. Kind of some kind of rage thing. No. We're gonna move into that. Okay. Because I do dive into that. Yeah. Maybe not exactly what you're asking, but I think you'll get what I mean. Gotcha. So, yeah, he was a homosexual, but he he was very closeted. I mean, this was 60s, 70s. Yeah, it was... It was se- 70s at this point. Yeah, not okay to be gay. Yeah. Je- Jeffrey Dahmer's gay. And not the okay gay. Like, he's the rape, rape, dilly your children gay. Ooh. Like, not saying that all gays are like that. I'm Clearly not all gays. There is a typical... I mean, there's the diddle your children straights. I think that there's just a... There's a subsection of he people... He is gay and he is also a are, rapist are slash rape, pedophile. Rapist, yeah. Oh, so he was a pedophile, too? Oh, yeah. That's oh, okay. Because that didn't come out in the movies. A lot of shit did not come out in the movies. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, like he was rapey and he was gay, but not the pedophile part of that. So, um, basically around the age of 16, he had this whole uh, rape fantasy. Stemming on, and this is where watching my friend Dahmer, like, there it is, it started with the male jogger. Gotcha. A.K.A. the doctor in the movie, it doesn't say here. That he was a doctor. But there was a jogger that would pass by and he would hide in the bushes and stare at him. And he was fascinated by him. Because he came by like the same place, the same time. Pretty much. Pretty much on a regular three days a week, whatever kind of schedule. It doesn't say here, but it was a a scheduled thing. So three days a week, like, four days a week. I get off work and I go running. Which, side note, is why you should not go run. By yourself. By yourself if you're doing it like in a regular routine. Like, I'm going to run the exact same route every single time I go run. Or just in the woods. I mean, if you go to a public park. Stranger danger is real. So, like in the movie, um, his first, which he admits, Dahmer admits, his first attempt at murder was watching this jogger... With a baseball bat. When and, did he admit that? Oh, after he got locked up. Gotcha. But this was, like, he 100% admitted that this was the first time he was going to commit murder. Fascinating. He didn't do it because the opportunity didn't strike him. The, the jogger didn't come up at the right time. It was off his schedule. So, yeah, he was prepared with the baseball bat, just like in the movie. But, yeah. So, uh, ready to get to his first murder? Yeah. I mean, I sounded way too excited for that, but... No, yeah. no, death is bad. Yeah, killing is bad, death is bad, being a serial killer is bad, 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 bad. So, Dahmer is 18. Actually, we need to backtrack. We can put this back at the beginning. Um, no, so, uh, his homicidal tendencies, on top of his, uh, whole, uh, rapey sexual fantasies, um... Yeah, no, he totally loved uh, murdering animals. No. Either murdering or finding carcasses and fucking with them. Well, okay, I feel like those are two very, very different things. He killed a few animals. Oh, what kind of animals? Like birds. Okay, but no puppies? I didn't see any puppies. It may happen. There was a scene in My Friend Dahmer where he let a puppy go because he was going to kill the puppy. And then he didn't. Is it bad that that, like, makes me like him better? 
Yes. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, you he should not... He killed 16 people. You shouldn't kill people, and you shouldn't yes. kill any animals, but I feel like it's especially atrocious if you kill puppies. Well, yeah, it's especially atrocious, but... Because he... puppies are... It was like... The most was... adorable animals ever. Basically, that what would have been roadkill, he did kill. It wasn't a ton, but it was a few. But really, mainly it was the decomposition. Yeah, which, like messing with the dead bodies. Which de- comes into play later, mm. as you can probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so um, his friend caught him, like in the movie, with a dead carcass. And Dahmer really was pretty open about it and was like, yeah, I am fascinated with watching shit. Decompose. That's yeah. that's disgusting. Yeah, and then uh, basically the kid was like, "What the fuck?" And he was like, "Nah, it's cool. I just like seeing how shit's put together and putting it back weird." Because like, uh... yeah, he would put other bones with other bones. Ew. Yeah. Like he gross. reassembled dead animal bones. It's weird. Into it's like freaky makeshift animals. Pretty much. That's disgusting. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Like yeah. how were his? I mean, okay. Well, I, I was about to say, how were his parents not like, what the fuck's wrong with you? But they were pretty much like absentee parents. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck about him. Yeah. I it's, would say, it's all their fault. No, I'm just kidding. But it, no. it's kind of their fault. They didn't help. I'm going to put some of the blame on them. I'm going to say they didn't. They should have slapped his ass in therapy so fast once was, they found out that he was fucking 70s, with dead animals. This is the 70s. I know. Ther- therapy still existed no, back then. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. Anyway. I know. Therapy was not nearly as acceptable as it is today. So anyway, but at the age of 18, Dahmer commits his first murder just three weeks after his graduation. Uh, he relocated uh, to Wisconsin. Um, Bluff. Like, wait, from Ohio to Wisconsin? Yeah, or? because that's where he was from, remember? What, he was from Wisconsin. Yeah, and also at this point, uh, mind you, uh, his parents are split up. But he's going back to his childhood home. When did his parents split up? Um, mm. When did that happen? It was sometime mid-high school. I don't have a year on that. Gotcha. But yeah, it was during high school his parents split up. Okay. Um, it was not amicable at all. Yeah, I... Like, yeah. from the movie and from my research, it was not amicable. His mom was insane. Sounds like it. On a ton of pills. Yeah. A ton. You feel kind of bad for his dad, but at the same time, like, his dad wasn't doing a bang-up job either, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, so they go back to his childhood home. Um, so Dahmer just picks up a hitchhiker. His name was Steve Martin Hicks, and this was just four days shy of his 19th birthday, Mm. mind you. Wait, the hitchhikers or Dahmer's? the hitchhiker. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Dahmer's like, hey, you want to party back at my house? I got beer. I got smokes. Yeah. You know, what the cool kids are doing back in the 70s. Yeah, smoking weed. 78. Drinking beer. Yeah. So, uh, this is several hours of drinking and listening to music. Uh, Mm, quote unquote, mm, wanted to leave. How dare he? Well, no, this is a quote actually from Dahmer himself. Hicks wanted to leave and I didn't want him to. How dare he? Oh, yeah, no, that's a how dare he. That's a motherfucking how dare he. <laughs> so, yeah, no, he takes... Uh, oh, shit, we don't have a weight on this, but he takes... He strangles him to death mm. with the bar of a dum-dum. 
he strangles him with a dumbbell. Like, just picture. Yeah, uh, like, uh, first, like in front of your throat. Like, like, like he hit him with it and then went. Uh, and then strangled him yeah. with it. Gotcha. For all you viewers who are on our Patreon super special camera. Yeah. I went like this. That doesn't exist yet. It doesn't. Yeah, so I just went like this. Yeah, and, and like this. Yeah, and like this... Basically, like, place the bar in front of his throat. His windpipe. His windpipe and pull back. back. That's basically what happens. Damn, son. Yeah, so uh, the following day... That must have been a large dumbbell. Oh, yeah, no, it was a a big fucking dumbbell. Yeah. And then he strips the clothes from his body. Ew. Um, Oh, yeah, no, and, and then he jerks off. Standing up jerks off onto the corpse. Well, why not have sex with it? Honestly, and maybe that's weird for me to say, but it's like at that point... Like that's very weird for you to say. Like, like you've got a dead body. Well, no, let, let's let's put that out there. Okay. That happens in the future. <laughs> this was his first kill at eighteen years old. And... So he was like, maybe I don't want to touch the butt. I just want to look at. I'm not ready to go there yet. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Gotcha. Wait, at that point, did he know he was gay? At that point? Yeah, he knew he was gay back in high school. Okay. Like, right when he hit puberty, he was like, I'm, I'm gay. gay. Okay. Yes, this is after graduation. Gotcha. Yeah, he, he knew he was gay for a while. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that maybe makes a little bit more sense, but I don't know. I was thinking maybe if he didn't know he was gay, then he wouldn't have sex with the body. He would just be, like, turned on by the fact that he killed somebody or it was a dead body or something. That that was my thought process. I don't know if that was weird or not. Do you want the rest of this? Sure. Yeah, that... that... But yeah, um, so the following day, Dahmer dissects Hicks' body in his crawl space Ew. and burn the remains in a shallow grave in his backyard before, several weeks later, unearthing the remains and paring the flesh from the bone. He dissolves the flesh in acid, flushing the solution down the toilet. Then he crushed his bones with a sledgehammer and scattered them behind the house holy fuck nuts so did did they just find out about this because Dahmer told them yeah okay so like they never they knew what happened it. to this kid no until he told them when we get to the end yeah Dahmer Damn. was like he was his own demise after Damn. he got caught he was like yeah no I suck and I did this and this and this pretty and much. this wow pretty much wow. so six weeks after this uh, he goes to Ohio State University. Okay. Uh, hoping to major in business. B-school. Yeah. I hated the B-school kids, I'm not even gonna lie. Well, here's the thing, though. He kind of sucked. His best class was riflery. Ha! <laughs> well, he received a B-. How is that a class? He received a B-. Like, what school do you go to that has riflery? Ohio State University. Sorry I'm... for any Ohio State University <laughs> alums. Let's just throw that out there. You know, I say that, but I also went to gun camp, and one of my gun you camp you friends... You didn't go to college for guns. No, I did not go to... But so, one of my friends was like, I'm going to go to college and be on, like, the shotgun team, because that was a thing. That's a, that's a preppy ass. He was from oh. Texas. That was a Texas thing right oh, there. fuck Texas. No, I love Texas. Don't I even... Texas. Why do you hate Texas? Te- gonna... There ain't nothing wrong with Texas. Well, all my exes live in Texas. Ah, so that's why. Ah, ah. Moving you on. You don't even like country music. I know. Fuck the fuck off. You can't quote him. And I say him because right now I'm blanking on his name. George. Alan Jackson? No, that's not Alan Jackson. Is it? That's the other one. That's the big one. I know, right? This is going to get cut out. Um, 
No, no, like the... Ah. Fuck. Okay, I 100% did not expect it to be George Strait. Yes, George because, Strait! No, 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 because I know George Strait. I was like, nah. He, Who he had oh, yeah. 60 number one hits when he turned 60? And here, Fun fact. Well, here's the thing. This is going to be on our Patreon bonus episode with bloopers. Mm-hmm. It might be. I don't know if we do that. I don't know. We'll that's, see. That's a thing. Um, but no, uh, the first result I got was Drake. Ha! He does have a lyric in one of his songs. All my exes live in Texas like I'm George Strait. So I don't know why I didn't think of that. Wow. Yeah, he, yeah. No, it's awful. It's awful. Drake's awful. We yeah, can all George agree. Street is awesome. I don't. Like I him. I love I love George Street. I don't like country music. He's I, so I, cute. I, He's so freaking adorable. He may be cute, but I don't like his music. And I love his music. I don't like his music. Oh my exes live in Texas. Well, here, here's like the way that you know that I am not just saying I don't like George Strait. I thought that was Alan Jackson, and you know I don't like Alan Jackson. I know, and I like Alan Jackson, too, uh, but no. I knew that that wasn't Alan Jackson. We do, y'all are about to tell you That is Alan Jackson. And that is a bad song. Oh, that's a good song. Yeah, I love that song. Than a that's a bad song. That's an awesome song. You just you just don't like country music. I don't, and I, don't I don't. So you can't appreciate it because you're not a country music fan, but what else? We all have our tastes. I'm not trying to be... We do. We I'm do. not trying to be mean about it. I just don't like it. I know. And I'm just, it's not for everyone. It's really not. But, um... All right. Well, I like it. that's our bonus episode. Okay. Keep going. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. His, uh, overall GPA in his, uh, first semester of college. You want to guess what that is? Mm, 1.0. Oh, you want to go a little bit lower than that. Is it possible to get lower than that? Holy shit. It is. I actually did that my first semester. 0.8? I did higher than that. Dahmer did not. Damn. I, you know, you just have to literally fail everything Take to do that Take one more bad. guess. He uh, did not. 0.9. He, that's higher. What? You, you said 0.8. Oh, you said I, higher than that. I was higher than that. Oh, okay. I'm not Jeffrey Dahmer. 0.5. You're going to go a little bit lower. Wow. 0.45. Holy shit. Yes. You literally have to never do, like, just, I'm just not even going to show this up This is what he got a B minus in riflery. He got a B minus and still got a 0.45 GPA. So he literally zeroed yeah, he everything got else. Pretty much. Like, that's yeah. what you would have to do, I think, mathematically for that to work out. Yep. Damn. So, like, on one occasion, his dad... Lionel Dahmer paid a visit to him while at college. Mm-hmm. And his room was just like liquor bottles galore. Oh. As you could imagine. Yeah. With a .45 GPA with That's a B minus in rifle. The worst. How was he that good of a shot? Yeah, no, 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 no. If Dahmer, he was fucking drunk all the time. Dahmer dropped out of college three months in. Yeah. Like, and this is after his dad prepaid for a whole year. Oh, yeah. shit. Well, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, he he paid for a whole year. Do you ever think, like, what if he'd stayed in? Like, would he have become, like, the serial murderer that he was? Or would he have been, like, a better serial murderer and just not gotten caught? Or would, or... He, would, have, would he have been a stand-up guy who killed one dude? Yeah, and then just, Which, like, yeah. that he never would have gotten caught for. I don't know about that. 
Mm-hmm. Golden State Killer just got caught, like, last year. Yeah, but they never would have found that kid's body. I mean, that's my point. Like, if they never found that kid's body or any pieces of his body and linked it back to Dahmer... That's a good point. That's yeah, a good point. like, that's... I mean, I think that's the thing. Like, you have to know that the guy was killed and where and... Anyway... Whatever, anyways, yeah. Did you know that uh, Dahmer was in the U.S. Army? No! Yes. What? With an honorable discharge. Holy so, yeah, shit! Like, Protect our troops. I mean, I love the army. Yeah, I do too. I almost joined. Right? Yeah. I did too, actually. Craziness. You almost joined the guard. Don't put that in the podcast. Not like it's bad. It's not worse. Don't put that in the podcast. Because I was about to join the reserves. Anyway, yeah, no, he was... uh, We'll edit that out. In the 2nd Battalion, 68th Armored Regime, 8th Infantry Division. How long was he in? Not very long. So how did he a, get an honorable... It was a 17-month period. So how did he get an honorable discharge? Was he, like, medically his relieved? Superior, well, his superiors did not believe that any problems Dahmer had in the Army would be applicable in civilian life. Now... What does that mean? Because you told me... To get to why he was honorably discharged. Let me backtrack... Because this is important. Okay. I'm not mad. I'm just... Get glad. Yeah, get glad. <laughs> get sad, because people die. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, so two soldiers attest to have been raped by Dahmer while in the army. Holy shit! What the fuck? Yeah. One of whom stated in 2010 that while stationed in uh, Bombholder, you know where that is? Mm. Then the states? I doubt it. Mm. Dahmer had repeatedly raped him over a 17-month period. Wow. While another soldier believes Dahmer drugged and raped him inside an armored personal carrier. Wow. In 1979. Wow. So. And, like, they made these claims, and was he ever prosecuted in the military? This was 2010 that they made the claims. Here's the thing. So... Owing to Dahmer's Wait, alcohol... so when when was he in the military? I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get the timeline like like was he in the military in twenty ten? Clearly not, I wouldn't no, think, but yeah. He was dead by then. Right. So No, this is seventy nine. Oh okay. enlisted in the US Army. Okay. So seventy nine okay. US Army. So they didn't make these claims until way after the fact. Oh yeah. He's been dead for a while. Okay. Spoiler alert, he's dead. Yeah. Doug. Sorry. Dang, no. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Um, so, owing to Dahmer's alcohol abuse, his performance deteriorated, and in 81, he was deemed unsuitable for military service. So, basically, he got way too drunk. And they gave him an honorable discharge Because for that. he got too drunk. That's a dishonorable discharge in my book. Well, it's the 80s. And also, I feel like, per the UNCJ, UCMJ... I can't fucking remember what it's called. The Uniform Military Code of Justice. What is that? UMCJ? Sure. Anyways, that's what it is. That per that, that he should have been so uh, dishonorably discharged. the podcast. We're going to cut this out. So on March 12th, 1981, yeah. Dahmer was sent to Fort Jackson, South Carolina Mm-mm. for debriefing and provided him with a plane ticket anywhere in the country. Now, remember, 
Dahmer lives in the north. Yeah. He lives with Ohio and Wisconsin. Well, of course he wanted to stay in South Carolina. All the people from Ohio want to stay in South Carolina. I'm just kidding. He asked to go to Florida. Oh, because that's where all the murderers want to go. He opted to travel to Miami Beach, Florida, both because he was tired of the cold and an attempt to live on his own means. Mm. So, yeah, he found employment at a, I had to look this up, but it is a delicatessen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you a deli. I did not know that that is what deli stood for. <laughs> So I looked that up. I thought that was like a, <laughs> I thought that was a derivative of New Delhi. No. From India. No. Just, nope. Wow. Yeah, no, no, I did yeah not. delicatessen, like yeah. the deli. Yeah. Like he, where they cut up the meats. Show me the beef. That's so fucked up. We're talking about that. I know, but still. Yeah. Also the Milwaukee cannibal. Mm-hmm. That was his nickname. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Probably should have opened with that. Damn. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, um, basically while he was in Florida, he got evicted from his, uh, nearby motel. He was just living in a motel? Yeah, you wanna guess why? Because he killed and ate somebody? You'd think. He spent all his money on alcohol and just didn't pay, so they kicked him out. How do you spend your money on alcohol and not pay? Like... Because he's an alcoholic. I know, but like, who's? Oh, wait. So he didn't. He didn't pay rent. He did not pay rent. He Sorry. Just didn't, he, he didn't. When you said that, it sounded like he spent on all his money on alcohol and didn't pay for the alcohol. And I'm like, who just gives alcohol <laughs> to people who don't pay? Like, that's stupid. No, that you got yeah. that backwards. Okay, he did, yeah. He didn't pay for his rent. My bad. He was not responsible. Like he he didn't cheap out on the unimportant shit. I gotcha. So yeah, no. So he uses a hardcore alcoholic. Yeah, which actually kind of shocked me. After knowing, like, how detailed he was in the killings? Yeah. Must have been, like, a really high-functioning alcoholic. That's, yeah, pretty yeah. much. And now, um, blah, blah, blah. He's gotten a few, um, like, drunken disorderly conducts. Gotcha. As you can tell, or guess. Um, after he moved from Florida, he went to live with his grandmother. Rent-free. Fun. Yeah. Not. That was actually uh, emphasized in... Um, in the movie. In the yeah. movie Dahmer. Yeah. Not um, not my friend Dahmer, but Dahmer. Right. That was emphasized in there. Um, and they actually lived harmoniously, for the most part. Um, wow. Like, during the early portions. Um, yeah, Dahmer's grandmother was very conservative, and he still did uh, drink and smoke. But kind of like in the closet. And she just didn't really. She didn't notice. It. Notice. But or... yeah, they, they lived. They 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 were good, for oh. the most part. And uh, this was after the drunken disorderly conduct. Um, which but was... his did his family know about all that stuff? Like, is that why they were like, come live with grandma? Or basically, that he was just a giant fuck up from the military and. All that. Getting evicted from Florida. Gotcha. That's about it. They didn't know about the killing. They didn't know about the rape. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, did, did they know he was that huge of an alcoholic or? Uh, probably not to that degree. Because... Like they just really thought he was just a fuck up for like no reason. What? Because I feel you... like that makes you seem worse. Well, here's the thing. As you can probably tell, his parents were very neglectful. Mm-hmm. I.e. not noticing uh, 
killing animals and dissolving. Or his extreme alcoholism from age 14. And on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Basically, yeah. So clearly if they didn't notice it when he was living with them as a teenage boy. Now, the drug and disorderly conduct, like, yeah. That, I mean, that should have been a tip off, but. I mean, like, you can't really hide that. He did pay $60 and was given a suspended 10-day jail sentence. Oh, wow. By the way. So anyway, um, this actually made me giggle a little bit. But um, while living with his grandmother, he found work as a phlebotomist. A phlebotomist, a like phlebotomist. taking at, people's blood at Milwaukee Blood Plasma Center, huh. which he had for ten months before getting laid off, and he remained unemployed for over two years, and he wow. like totally mooched off his grandmother. Wow, who willingly gave him money? What? Yeah. Why? That, that was it. That doesn't make any sense. How old was he at that point? Duh, he, this was 82, he was born in, he mm-hmm. died at like 32, so he oh, was damn. in his mid-twenties. Oh, damn. So, um, but he was pretty young, and basically, Grammy was like, like young, I'll give but, you all the money. Young, but old enough to not be unemployed for two years with a mooch. Damn. Pretty much. Damn. Especially because you have to be trained to be a phlebotomist, like that's yeah. not a... Oh, nothing. Like, why didn't he get another phlebotomist job? Well, mind you, he the, his uh, position in the military was, like, as a medic. Oh. So that's probably where he got his phlebotomy training. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes I'm sense. I'm not sure it's, like, a one-to-one ratio of, like, he was a phlebotomist in the Army, but he definitely was, like... No, but the... I'm pretty sure all phlebotomists do are draw blood, so... Oh, yeah, that's yeah. 100% what they do. Yeah. So that would make sense, like, that he would know how to do that as an army medic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, shortly before losing his job... Oh, wow, this happened before the phlebotomy. Uh, Get your timeline straight. Well, this is when in August of 82, in Wisconsin State Park, uh, Dahmer was observed to expose himself to a crowd of 25 women and children. Oh, no. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Well, let's just, like, take it back for a second. This is a serial killer of gay men. Yes. Women and children. Yeah, women and children. This is not his M.O. But he is also a pedophile. Apparently. So, This this is honestly the first time, like, he has expressed any... Interest in children. Pretty much. Okay. So, yeah, and uh, this... He was convicted and fined of $50 plus court costs. I still can't believe that that's that. But I can't believe only $50. Yeah, that's um, that's so much money. You know, That's honestly. like no money. That's believe. zero money. Right? Even though like, like, I feel like that should have been jail time. That's just me. At least like a week. Like calm down. Like a few days. Just like how about you not show your dong... To small children. I guess it's hard. Ha 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 ha. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, so let's fast forward three years. Uh, this is uh, where Dahmer was hired as a mixer at Milwaukee Ambrosia Chocolate Factory. Factory! Like portrayed by Jeremy Renner in Dahmer the movie in right. 2001. So back Dahmer in... Dahmer and the Chocolate Factory. Fuck you, I'll go make that 
I'm sorry. Jeffrey Dahmer in the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> don't buy your golden tickets here, kids. Yeah, don't, because you're going to get raped. Yeah, that's not um, a good time. Yeah, he worked from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. Six nights per week, so goddamn. Wait, from when to when? No, wait, you mean the time? Yeah, tell me that again. Six nights per week, 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. So Damn. Like, that's the worst fucking shift. Why does a factory feel the need to be open at that time? Like, to me, like, how about you just have normal daytime, daytime hours? No, because they probably hired, like, 5,000 other Jeffrey Dahmer type motherfuckers who could not get work anywhere else mm. to do what they wanted him to do. And just keep pay. that shit running 24-7. Yep. They didn't make him work the rest of the hours, like 11 to 7. If you don't do anything else, like, yeah. That's not an unreasonable shift. I don't know. That's awful. Like, so well, when yeah. did he have time to, like, go out and party and pick up people if he was working, like, prime time going out the hours? one night off a week. Wow. He probably asked off work a lot, too. But, yeah, his regular shift was six nights a week. Wow. Seven, 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. Gotcha. So, yeah. Um, blah, blah, blah. Shortly after... Dahmer found his employment, an incident occurred which he was propositioned by another man while sitting in the West Alice Public Library. Vicious lies. No, he was propositioned to perform fellatio upon him. Oh, so this guy was asking him to give him a blowjob. Yep, but Dahmer did not respond. Oh, no. But this did start in his mind fantasies of control and dominance from back, like when I was saying, when he was 14, became yeah. pubescent. Right. And was like, I'm going to be gay and I'm going to be dominant with my gayness. Sure. Like, pretty much that's what happened. Like, the rape came back. That's Between basically 1982... And his arrest in 1991, he raped and killed between 15 and 16 times. That number is not 100% clear. I feel like it should, I, like, I don't know, like, it seems like it was higher, but. It does. I don't know where I got that imaginary, it was well, higher number we from. we were talking, we did watch the Ted Bundy Stuff and that was like what fifty women. Yeah, he raped and murdered a lot of people. But he raped a lot less than he, no, a lot more than he killed. Right. This was sixteen kills. Right. Mind you, twenty-five women and children he did an indecent exposure to once. I'm sure he raped a lot more people than yes. he killed. Yes, and these people, like back in the military, did not speak out until 2010. Right. So, per his arrest in 1991... So he's he, probably 19 plus. He raped and killed 16 men. Gotcha. So, yeah. I'm gonna fast forward to that for time's sake. Which I feel like That's is fair. fair. Mm -hmm. So oh. his arrest happened when he offered $100 to the company. Three men back to his apartment for photographs. And one of the trio was Tracy Edwards, a 32-year-old, who agreed to accompany him to back to his apartment. 
Upon entering Dahmer's apartment, Edwards noticed a foul smell and several boxes of hydrochloric acid on the floor. Now, mind you, once again, I skipped over a bunch of these murders. Yes, a bunch of them noticed a foul smell. I don't know how this was documented. Yeah, like, they're dead, so who are they telling? Like, it smelled bad in there. But, yeah, no, there were neighbors and policemen that came to his place and were like, that shit smells. And he's like, no, it doesn't. And they're like, all right, you're right. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, no, the, the smell was not new. And he moved around a lot. So, he explained the hydrochloric acid for cleaning bricks. That, that, that was his go-to excuse for um... why I have a whole bunch of hydrochloric acid. I don't know that... Do people even actually use hydrochloric acid to clean bricks? I don't know. Because that sounds like... I mean, he made a point four or five in Ohio State University. That's so he true. probably knows what the fuck he's talking about. I'm sure. All I'm saying. Anyways. Anyways. So, after some minor conversation, Edwards responded to Dahmer's request to turn his head and view the tropical fish, whereupon Dahmer placed a handcuff upon his wrist. But Edwards explained, What's happening? Dahmer unsuccessfully attempts to handcuff his wrists together. Then Edwards then told Edwards to accompany him to the bedroom to pose for nude pictures. Heyo! While inside, Edwards noted nude male posters on the wall and the videotape of The Exorcist 3. Uh, so yeah, he had uh, The Exorcist 3 playing, apparently. Fun stuff. And uh, uh, so Edwards noted a 57-gallon drum. Wow, that's the, a big-ass drum. In the corner from which a strong odor was emanating. So he's just, like, straight-up dissolving somebody in yeah. a giant-ass plastic yeah. drum exactly. in his fucking bedroom. What a motherfucking creeper. Yup. So Dahmer then brandished a knife and informed Edwards he intended to take nude pictures of him. In an attempt to appease Dahmer, Edwards unbuttoned his shirt, saying he would allow him to do so if he would remove the handcuffs and put the knife away. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. If you were offered $100, like $100, that ain't, that ain't no money. I mean, that's like an That's adult, some money. That's an adult dollar. That's a nice dinner. Yeah. So in response, Dahmer simply turned his attention towards the TV. So he was watching The Exorcist. Damn. Yeah, that, that, that was his response. He was just like, mm, I don't want to listen to you. I'm going to watch The Exorcist until you quit bitching. Well, The Exorcist 3. Whatever, still. People like it more than the first one. You're wrong if you do, but that's fine. Anyway, we'll, we'll have that episode later. Edwards observed Dahmer rocking back and forth and chanting before turning his attention back to him. He placed his head on Edwards' chest, listening to his heartbeat, and then, with a knife pressed against his intended victim, informed Edwards he intended to eat his heart. So, yes, the Milwaukee cannibal. Gotcha. He did eat part of his his victims. He liked to nom nom on them deceased bodies. That was definitely part of his killings. He went, yeah. Nom, 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 nom. Right. Did he eat his buddies? There were so, three of them. in the attempt... No, well, the other two didn't go back to his apartment. Oh, it was just the one accepted the $100 offer. Gotcha. He's so, an idiot. in continuous attempts to prevent Dahmer from attacking him, Edwards repeated that 
he was Dahmer's friend and that he was not going to run away. Edwards had decided he was going to either jump from a window or run through the unlocked front door upon the next available opportunity. When Edwards stated that he needed to use the bathroom, he asked if he could sit with a beer in the living room. But he asked if they could sit with beer in the living room. Excuse me. Where there was air conditioning. To which Dahmer consented and the pair walked to the living room where Edwards exited the bed. Exited the bathroom. Inside the living room, Edwards waited until he was observed. Yeah, so after uh, Dahmer was complacent with Edwards' uh, demands, yeah, he punched him in the fucking throat. Edwards punched Dahmer in the fucking throat and escaped. Bam! When he found two police officers. Yeah, he had handcuffs on his hand. And was like, there was a freak that had placed the handcuffs on. The freak was in quotation marks. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and Edwards was like, here's Dahmer's apartment. And they was like, there it is. And Edwards divulged to the officers that Dahmer had brandished a large knife on him. Blah, blah, blah. The cops found a whole bunch of dead shit in Dahmer's apartment. And we're going to move on to the confession. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Dahmer straight up was like, oh shit, I was found out. Let me just tell you everything. Pretty much. I mean, it was not quite that cut and dry, but pretty much. Uh, Dahmer actually waived his right to have a lawyer. Damn, that was stupid. Yeah. Well, stupid. He had said, and I quote that, I have created this horror, and it only makes sense that I do everything to put an end to it. He said that. Like, he knew yeah. how fucked up he was and was like, I just do what you want. Still a bad idea, because you oh. know what a lawyer would have said? Shut the fuck up! Well, I think in his mind, he was like, I don't think that I deserve to get away with it. Yeah, I really think that that's what that was. Like, he wanted to be Which caught if, and persecuted. Basically, if there was anything commendable about this motherfucker, it would be that. Yeah. And that's like Unlike the, Ted Bundy, who was just yeah, like, no. I didn't do anything. I didn't do it, but tell me why I did it. Because let me be in the spotlight one more time. Right. That's, but yeah, no, Jeffrey Dahmer, I mean, I'm not commending him. But what he said was, this is what I did. Let me suffer. Yeah. Basically. That yeah. was not that was not the quote. I read the quote. I got you. So yeah, he admitted to uh sixteen murders. Wow. He admitted to every single one of them. Not nineteen though. Damn it. It was not nineteen. But well, I'm sure he committed at least that many. So let's go to his indictment. So this is ninety one, July twenty fifth. Uh Dahmer was charged with four counts of murder. Not the entire sixteen, like he admitted to. Because he did. Uh, by August 22nd, he was charged with a further 11 murders committed in the state of Wisconsin. 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 Anyway, so uh, this was uh, the trial of Jeffrey Dahmer began on January 30th 
1992. Did it actually, like, why did it go to trial if he just admitted everything? He was tried in Milwaukee for 15 counts of murder before Judge Lawrence Graham. By pleading guilty on January 13th, the charges brought against him, Dahmer had waived his rights to an initial trial to establish guilt. See, so that's... This is, this is when he... Like, a tr it's not a trial. Like, a guilty plea is not a trial. The defense for uh, any mental illness was uh, kind of cut short. So, yeah, no, he was deemed competent. He may have had some fucked up... That's amazing. Yeah, he was deemed competent. That was totally a thing with the sentencing and everything. Uh, because he totally had uh, borderline personality disorder, mm. uh, schizotypal personality disorder mm -hmm. necrophilia duh because while i skipped over a bunch of his murders yeah he totally raped corpses raped humans before making them corpses and then raping the corpses he did that a bunch can you rape a corpse i mean okay he just had... to get me technical with it he had sex with the corpse. He raped a victim and then made him a corpse and then had sex with the corpse. Is that better? Yes. That, that seems more accurate to me. Okay. Basically, he had all that, but they deemed him competent and guilty of all that shit. They only deemed him competent so that they could find him guilty. So that they could fry his ass. I mean, well, really. was he not? Well, here's the thing, though. While... He was, uh, where was his sentencing? Blah, blah, blah. He was sentenced for a while, but inmates beat him to death. Oh, damn. Yeah, he did not die the way he was supposed to. But he was sentenced to death, wasn't he? He was sentenced to death. Gotcha. And the inmates were like, no, you're a fucking sicko. We're gonna kill you. So, yeah. Fun stuff. He died in 94. So, in conclusion, Jeffrey Dahmer. He died. Uh, yeah, he's a sick fuck. Uh, pretty much not 100% his own fault, if you want to blame the parents, because his parents are kind of fucked up. His mom's pretty fucked up, but... His he... dad was not helpful either. Nah. But, I mean, like, that's, that's no excuse. That's not... I mean, like, excuse. fucked up parents, like, don't, don't be a necrophiliac serial killer. Just, just don't fucked, do that. You fucked up. You got what was coming for We you. did not advocate for necrophilia or serial killing on this podcast. I mean, were, were we promoting that before? No, but oh, I just okay. want to make it no, no, no. explicitly clear. Don't do those things. Kids at home, what's that? What's What do they always say? And they're like, what's the PSA that they always put in television shows? Fuck, like, I don't know. Don't do this at home. You know what I'm talking about? Kids, don't do drugs. Uh, whatever. Don't Anyways, do necrophilia. Yeah, don't... I mean, yeah, don't do that. Don't do this at home. <laughs> don't Jeffrey Dahmer at home. Exactly. Or in public, or at your neighbor's house. Or anywhere, ever. At Walmart. At ever. Okay. Well, that's the end of our show for this week. Yep. Um, thanks for listening. And just so you know, you can find all the pictures that we mentioned um, on all of our um, social media pages. We're on Twitter at legends underscore liquor. And we're also on Instagram at legends underscore liquor. Same thing for both. Yep. 
um, and Facebook, Legends and Liquor Podcast. And then if you want to contact us, which we would absolutely love to hear from you guys, um, you can email us at legendsandliquor at gmail.com. So if you have like a fun story or true crime or myth or anything that you'd like to hear us talk about, um, or you want to tell us how great slash maybe horrible we're doing. Uh, just great stuff. <laughs> yeah. keep, keep negativity to yourself. Um, send us an email. Again, that's legendsandliquor at gmail.com. Um, and if you really like us, um, you can also donate through Anchor. Um, I'm going to have to look into how that works exactly a little bit more. But we use the program Anchor to uh, broadcast our podcast, and it does have an option to um, give a little bit of money. So there's that as well. Yep. Okay. Um, also, don't forget if you also like us but have empty pockets or full pockets, it doesn't matter. Um, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, five stars really helps. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, if if it's not five stars, keep it to yourself. I mean, you could you could <laughs> literally say "fuck you" as the description, but five stars. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we'll see it, and we will read all of those. So, um, constructive criticism is welcome, uh, mm-hmm. or you know, just telling us how awesome we are. Yeah, yeah. So, thanks, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.